are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. Ants attack and defend themselves by biting and in many species by stinging often injecting or spraying chemicals like formic acid. Bullet ants, located in Central and South America, are considered to have the most powerful sting of any insect, although it's usually not fatal to humans. Fire ants are unique in having a poison sac containing alkaloids. Their stings are painful and can be dangerous to hypersensitive people. Trapjaw ants are equipped with mandibles called trap jaws, which snap shut faster than any other predatory appendages within the animal kingdom. One study recorded peak speeds of between 126 and 230 kilometers per hour, or 78 to 143 miles per hour, with the jaws closing within 130 microseconds on average. The ants were also observed to use their jaws as a catapult to eject intruders or fling themselves backwards to escape threat. Before the strike, the ant opens its mandibles extremely widely and locks them in this position by an internal mechanism. Energy is stored in the thick band of muscle and explosively released when triggered by the stimulation of sensory hairs on the inside of the mandibles. The mandibles also permit slow and fine movements for other tasks 
trap jaws are also seen in the following genre. Anochetus, Orenthankis, and Strumgenes, plus some members of the Sini tribe, which are viewed as examples of convergent evolution. A Malaysian species of ant has enlarged mandible glands that extend into their gaster. When disturbed, workers rupture the membrane of the gaster, causing a burst of secretions containing acetifophonins and other chemicals that immobilize small insect attackers. The worker subsequently dies. Suicidal defenses by workers are also noted in a Brazilian ant, Forlias pacellius, where a small group of ants leaves the security of the nest after sealing the entrance from the outside each evening. In addition to defense against predators, ants need to protect their colonies from pathogens. Some worker ants maintain the hygiene of the colony and their activities include undertaking or necrophory, the disposal of dead nestmates. Oleic acid has been identified as the compound released from dead ants that trigger necrophoric behavior, as in Ata Mexicana. While workers of Ata Mexicana react to the absence of the characteristic chemicals present on the cuticles of their living nestmates, without this, they know that their fellow nestmates have deceased and are removed from the colony. Nests may be protected from physical threats such as flooding and overheating by elaborate nest architecture. Workers of an arboreal species that lives in plant hollows responds to flooding by drinking water inside the nest and then going outside and excreting it. One species, Campodonosis andersini, which nests in the cavities of wood in mangrove habitats, deals with submergence underwater by switching to anaerobic respiration. Many animals can learn behaviors by imitation, but ants may be the only group apart from mammals where interactive teaching has been observed. A knowledgeable forager of Temothorax albulpenis leads a naive nestmate to newly discovered food by the process of tandem running 
The follower obtains knowledge through its leading tutor. Both leader and follower are acutely sensitive to the progress of their partner, with the leader slowing down when the follower lags and speeding up when the follower gets too close. Controlled experiments with ant colonies suggest that individuals may choose nest roles based on their previous experience. An entire generation of identical workers was divided into two groups whose outcome in food foraging was controlled. One group was continually rewarded with prey while it made certain that the other failed. As a result, members of the successful group intensified their foraging attempts while the unsuccessful group ventured out less and less. A month later, the successful foragers continued in their role while the others moved to specialize in brood care. Complex nests are built by many ants, but other species are nomadic and do not build permanent structures. Ants may form subterranean nests or build them on trees. These nests can be found in the ground, under stones or logs, inside logs, hollow stems, or even acorns. The materials used for construction include soil and plant matter. And ants carefully select their sites. Thermothorax albipennis will avoid sites with dead ants, as this may indicate the presence of pests or disease. They are quick to abandon established nests at the first sign of threats. The army ants of South America and the driver ants of Africa do not build permanent nests, but instead alternate between nomadism and stages where the workers form a temporary nest from their own bodies by holding each other together. Weaver ant workers build nests in trees by attaching leaves together. First, pulling them together with bridges of workers and then inducing the larvae to produce silk as they are moved along the leaf edges. Similar forms of nest construction are seen in other species of ants. Most ants are generalists and predators, 
scavengers, and indirect herbivores. But a few have evolved specialized ways of obtaining nutrition. Leafcutter ants feed exclusively on a fungus that grows only within their colonies. They continually collect leaves, which are taken to the colony, cut into tiny pieces, and placed in fungal gardens. Workers specialize in tasks according to their sizes. The largest ants cut stalks. Smaller workers chew the leaves and the smallest tend the fungus. Leafcutter ants are sensitive enough to recognize the reaction of the fungus to different plant material, apparently detecting chemical signals from the fungus. If a particular type of leaf is toxic to the fungus, the colony will no longer collect it. The ants feed on structures produced by the fungi. On the exterior surface of the ants produce antibiotics that kill bacteria that might harm the fungi. Foraging ants travel distances of up to 200 meters or 600 feet from their nests and scent trails allow them to find their way back even in the dark. In hot and arid regions, day foraging ants face death by de desiccation. So the ability to find the shortest route back to the nests reduce that risk. Dineural desert ants, such as the Sahara desert ant, navigate by keeping track of direction as well as distance traveled. Distance traveled are measured using an internal pedometer that keeps count of the steps taken, and also by evaluating the movement of objects in their visual field. Directions are measured using the position of the sun. They integrate this information to find the shortest route back to the nest. Like all ants, they can also make use of visual landmarks when available, as well as olfactory and tactile cues to navigate. Some species of ant are able to use the Earth's magnetic field for navigation. Ants' compound eyes has specialized cells that detect polarized light 
from the sun, which is used to determine direction. These polarization detectors are sensitive in the ultraviolet region of the light spectrum. In some army ant species, a group of foragers that get separated from the main column can sometimes turn back on themselves and form a circular ant mill. The workers may then run around continuously until they die of exhaustion. Worker ants do not have wings and reproductive females lose their wings after their mating flights in order to begin their colonies. Therefore, unlike their wasp ancestors, most ants travel by walking. Some species are capable of leaping. For example, Jaredon's jumping ant is able to jump by synchronizing the action of its mid and hind pair legs. There are several species of gliding ant. This may be a common trait among most arboreal ants. Ants with this ability are able to control the direction of their descent while falling. Other species of ants can form chains to bridge gaps over water, underground, or through spaces in vegetation. Some species also form floating rafts that help them survive floods. These rafts may also have a role in allowing ants to colonize islands. A species of ant found in the Australian mangrove swamps can swim and live in underwater nests. Since they lack gills, they breathe in trapped pockets of air in the submerged nests. Not all ants have the same kind of societies. The Australian bulldog ants are among the biggest and most basal of ants. Like virtually all ants, they are eusocial. But their social behavior is poorly developed compared to other species. Each individual hunts alone using its large eyes instead of its chemical senses to find prey. Some species attack and take over neighboring ant colonies. Others 
are less expansionist, but just as aggressive. They invade colonies to steal eggs or larvae, which they either eat or raise as workers' slaves. Extreme specialists among these slave-raiding ants, such as the Amazon ants, are incapable of feeding themselves and need captured workers to survive. Captured workers of the enslaved species Temnothorax have evolved an incredibly clever counter-strategy. Once they're captured, they destroy just the female pupae of the slave-making ants, but sparing the males because the males do not take part in slave raiding as adults. Incredible. Ants identify kin and nestmates through their scent, which comes from hydrocarbon lace secretions that coat their exoskeletons. If an ant is separated from its original collie, it will eventually lose the colony scent. Any ant that enters a colony without a matching scent will be attacked and killed. Parasitic ant species enter the colonies of host's ants and establish themselves as social parasites. Some species are entirely parasitic and do not have workers, but instead rely on the food gathered by their slaves. This form of parasitism is seen across many ant genera, but the parasitic ant is usually a species that is closely related to the host. A variety of methods are employed to enter the nests of a host ant. A parasitic queen can enter the host nest before the first brood is hatched, establishing herself prior to the development of the colony scent. Other species use pheromones to confuse the host's ants or trick them into carrying the parasitic queen into the nest. Some simply fight their way into the nest. A conflict between the sexes of a species is seen in some species of ants with the reproductives apparently competing to produce offspring that are as closely related to them as possible. The most extreme form involves the production of clonal offspring.
an extreme of sexual cons conflict is seen in the ant species Wasmania arapunctuta, where the queens produce diploid daughters by Thelotocoeus paranogesneus, and males produce clones by a process where diploid eggs lose its maternal contribution to produce haploid males that are clones of the father. Ants form symbiotic associations with a range of species, including other ant species, other insects, plants, and even fungi. They are preyed on by many, many animals and even certain fungi. Some anthropod species spend part of their lives within ants' nests, either preying on ants, their larvae and eggs, consuming the ants' food stores, or avoiding predators. These mimickers can bear a close resemblance to the ants. The nature of this ant mimicry varies, with some cases involving Batesian mimicry, where the mimic reduces the risk of predation. Others show other form of mimicry, a form of mimicry only in seen in certain species of ants. Aphids and other hemitarian insects secrete a sweet liquid called honeydew when they feed upon plant sap. The sugars in honeydew are a high-energy food source which many ant species collect. In some cases the aphids secrete the honeydew in response to the ants tapping them with their antennae. The ants, in turn, keep predators away and will move the aphids between feeding locations. On migrating to a new area, many colonies will take the aphids with them to ensure a continued supply of honeydew. Also, ants tend mealybugs to harvest their honeydew. Mealybugs can become a serious pest of pineapples if ants are present to protect the mealybugs from their natural enemies. Ant-loving caterpillars, such as blues, coppers, or hair streaks, are herded by the ants 
led to the feeding areas in the daytime and brought inside the ant's nest at night. The caterpillars have a gland which secretes honeydew when the ants massage them. Some caterpillars produce vibrations and sounds that are perceived by the ants. Other caterpillars have evolved from ant-loving to ant-eating. These myrmecographious caterpillars secrete a pheromone that makes the ant act as if the caterpillar is one of their own larvae. The caterpillar is then taken into the ant's nests where it feeds on the real ant larvae. Fungus growing ants that make up the tribe Atini include leaf cutter ants. They cultivate certain species of fungus. In this ant fungus mutualism, both species depend on each other for survival. The ant Alomeris demarticulus has evolved a three-way association with the host plant and a sticky fungus which is used to trap their insect prey. Lemon ants make devil's gardens by killing surrounding plants with their stings and leaving a pure patch of lemon ant trees. This modification of the forest provides the ants with more nesting sites inside the stem of the trees. Although some ants obtain nectar from flowers, pollination by ants is somewhat rare. Some plants have special nectar exuding structures, extra floral nectaries that provide food for ants, which in turn protect the plant from more damaging herbivorous insects. Plant species like the bullhorn acacia in Central America have hollow thorns that house colonies of stinging ants that defend the tree against insects, browsing animals, and vines. Isotopic labeling studies suggest that plants also obtain nitrogen from the ants. In return, the ants 
obtain food from protein-rich bodies. Others example of this type of ecosymbiosis comes from the Makaranga tree, which has stems adapted to house colonies of Cremotogaster ants. Many tropical tree species have seeds that are dispersed by ants. Speed, seed dispersal by ants is widespread and new estimates suggest that nearly 9% of all plant species have such an ant association. Some plants in fire-prone grassland systems are particularly dependent on ants for their survival and dispersal as the seeds are transported to safety below the ground. Many ant dispersed seeds have special external structures that are sought after by ants as food. A convergence, possibly a form of mimicry, is seen in the eggs of stick insects. They have edible structures and are taken into the ant nest where the young hatch. Most ants are predatory and some prey on and obtain food from other social insects including other ants. Some species specialize in preying on termites, while a few others prey on other ants. Some termites form associations with certain ant species to keep away other predatory ant species. The tropical wasp coats the pedicel of its nest with an anti-repellent chemical. It is suggested that many tropical wasps may build their nests in trees and cover them to protect themselves from the ants. Stingless bees use chemical defenses against ants. Army ants forge in a wide roving column, attacking any animal in that path that are unfortunately unable to escape. The swarming ant, most commonly attended by ant-following birds and wood creepers. Flies prey on ants and are kleptoparasites, snatching prey or brood from the mandibles of adult ants. Wingless and legless females of the Malaysian fly live in the nest of ants and are cared for by the ants. 
fungi can infect ants, causing them to climb up plants and sink their mandibles into plant tissue. The fungus kills the ant, grows on its remains, and produces a fruiting body. It appears that this killer fungus alters the behavior of the ant to help disperse its spores in a microhabitat that best suits the fungus. Streptoceran parasites also manipulate their ant host to climb grass stems to help the parasite find mates. The most interesting of all, a nematode that infects canopy ants causes the black-colored gasters of workers to turn red. The parasite also alters the behavior of the ant and makes them carry their gasters high. The conspicuous red gasters are mistaken by birds for ripe fruits and eaten. The dropping of the birds are collected by other ants and fed to their young, leading to the further spread of the parasitic nematode. South American poison dart frogs feed mainly on ants and the toxins in their skin may come from the ants. Several South American ant birds follow army ants to feed on the insects that are flushed from cover by the foraging army ants. This behavior was once considered mutualistic by scientists but later studies show that it is instead kleptoparasitic, with the birds stealing the army ants' prey. Birds indulge in a peculiar behavior called anting that is not yet fully understood. Here, birds rest on ants' nests or pick and drop ants onto their wings and feathers. This may, may remove ectoparasites Anteaters, pangolins, and several marsupial species in Australia have special adaptations for living on a diet of ants. These adaptations include long, sticky tongues to capture ants and strong claws to break into ants' nests. One of the largest mammals in the world, the brown bear, have been found to feed on ants and about 12%, 16%, and 4% of their fecal volume in spring, summer, and autumn, respectively, 
is composed of ants. Ants perform many ecological roles that are beneficial to humans, including the suppression of pest populations and the aeration of soil. The use of weaver ants in citrus cultivation in southern China is considered one of the oldest known applications of biological control. On the other hand, ants can become a nuisance when they invade buildings or cause economic losses. In some parts of the world, mainly Africa and South America, large ants, especially army ants, are used as surgical sutures. The wound is pressed together and the ants are applied along it. The ant seizes the edges of the wound in its mandibles and lock into place. The body is then cut off the ant and the head and ant mandibles remain in a place to close the wound. Some ants have toxic vomit and are of medical importance. In South Africa, ants are used to help harvest ruibos, which are small seeds used to make a herbal tea. The plant disperses its seed widely, making manual collection difficult, if not impossible. Black ants, however, collect and store these and other seeds in their nests, where humans can gather them in mass. Up to a half pound, or 200 grams, of seeds can be collected from one ant heap. Although most ants survive attempts by humans to eradicate them, a few are highly endangered. These are mainly island species that have evolved specialized traits and include the critically endangered Sri Lankan relict ant and Andatomaria vernatrix of Madagascar. It has been estimated by E.O. Wilson that the total number of individual ants alive in the world at any one time is between 1 and 10 quadrillion. According to this estimate, the total biomass of all the ants in the world is approximately equal to the in total biomass of the entire human race. Ants 
and their larvae are eaten in different parts of the world. The eggs of two species of ants are used in Mexican escamoles. They are considered a form of insect caviar and can sell for as much as $40 US per pound. Because they are seasonal and hard to find, in the Colombian department, ada lavagata are toasted live and eaten. This is also known as large bottom ants. In areas of India and throughout Burma and Thailand, a paste of the green weaver ant is served as a condiment with curry. Weaver ant eggs and larvae, as well as the ants themselves, may be used in a Thai salad. In his first summer in the Sierra, John Muir notes that the Digger Indians of California ate the tickly acid gasters of the large jet black carpenter ants. Mexican Indians eat the replete workers or living honeypots of the honey ant. Some ant species are considered pests and because of the adaptive nature of ant colonies, eliminating the entire colony is nearly impossible. Pest management is therefore a matter of controlling local populations instead of eliminating an entire colony. And most attempts at control are temporary solutions at best. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet.
own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.